this is Paint with the Girls Gone Right. And this is Megan. And we are doing a movie review for you guys Yay. today. And this movie is the, uh, called The Blind, yeah. and it's actually made by Tread Lively, produced by Tread Lively, and it's more of an insight on the Robertson family in relation to Duck Dynasty, if you guys yeah. know who that is. On the hole. Phil Robertson and his wife, Kay, specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how the impossible happened. Miss Kay Carraway. I feel. Well, promise to love. And be with you forever. Yeah. And this just gave a whole new outlook. This movie is just coming out and it just gives a better insight on behind Duck Dynasty. Like you see their show and they have such a big family and it's just a riot. They are just... Yeah, it's um, it's really the story of, of how he's... What led up to the point where he started making those duck calls yeah. and how he started to make those duck calls and the struggle he went through in order to get to that place. Mm-hmm. Um, and it touches on, you know, alcoholism, the importance of family and then Christianity. Point in our lives, we are all going to feel desperately alone. And we realize that we ain't never alone. And this was really interesting to watch because I love getting to behind the scenes because you can see Mm -hmm. someone and you see their life and you just have no idea what goes on behind closed doors. And I love that they were so open and willing to share Mm -hmm. their story because it is very heartbreaking. It's sad. It's a hard thing to say when you've made mistakes and you want to share that with the world because maybe it will help someone, but that's a very hard thing to do. And I appreciate that they went out there and their whole family is sharing it. And that they were so willing to do so because it might help other people and because it shares the story of the Duck Dynasty. So watching all of this, I mean, it's putting their whole, I guess, their skeletons in their closet on display. What's the problem? Yeah, yeah. And I appreciate that they did that. It was in, it kind of felt like an extra heartbreak or extra tug at your heartstrings because we grew to love Phil so much and the rest of the Robertson family through all those years of Duck Dynasty. Mm-hmm. So it's like we kind of felt like we already knew them. And I had I had re- read a few things about his struggle in the past, but it was just an extra little, oh, because everyone loves him mm-hmm. when you watch the show. Yeah. And to and see, you wouldn't know, like yeah, from watching the show, you wouldn't be like, through. yeah, you wouldn't so, know that. So um, it's heartbreaking, but it, it's it's definitely a story of hope. Yes, yeah. And I think like when I was watching this, it was very similar to like the Love Dare to like that type of movie because mm. the whole point of it, and like to me, even like even though it's very different, it was very similar to Redeeming Love, like the themes of the movie because it was about redemption mm. and. I think it was like so moving because in Redeeming Love, like she, uh, Angel is like not willing to come back and like she she feels so broken that she doesn't feel good enough for God's love. And Mm. then it ultimately life breaks her and she's like, you know what? Like 
I decide if I'm good enough and like I get to redeem myself and like God accepts me and loves me. And I feel like that was like this story is like redemption is so big and it's so powerful to see like, you know, your demons want to take you away from God yeah, and you have these things that you carry that can be so heavy and like that's the devil pulling you away from your faith. And it's also a story of forgiveness mm-hmm. um, and and love. But, you know, at, at the end of the day, of course, we have to accept God's love, even if we're unwilling to accept it or if we don't feel good enough to accept it. We have, it's always going to be there. He's, mm-hmm. he's, he's never unwavering. His love is always there. He's always accepting us. But it's, it's the forgiveness aspect of the, of the movie and his yeah. wife that was just so touching. It's gonna make me cry because honestly, it was, it was it was it was so hard good. to it was hard to watch. Because I think we all have something similar, yeah. especially if you have like your story of you know like mm-hmm. what was your moment where you gave yourself to God, and like we yeah. all kind of have our own path. And I think you know a lot of people have something in their life that broke them that made mm-hmm. them trust in God even more because of yeah. that. And so I think everyone can relate to this movie. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it was just like, wow, like you have your own personal testimony. Yeah, yeah. And let's say you don't have to be a Christian to watch this movie. Maybe it'll change that. You never yeah. know. Yeah. Maybe God will pull on your heartstrings when you watch it. But so, it, it was great. So there might be some spoilers in here. Sorry if we um, yes, drop spoiler. a little bit. Spoiler alert. Yes. Be right careful. Flew, flew, yeah. flew, flew. Be careful. We don't want to ruin it for you, but you know, maybe if you want to see it and you don't want us to like give you too much, then pause and watch. Catch, come back. Watch, yeah. yeah. Go watch it and then come back and watch this. Um, but going forward, we're going to tell you a little bit about the movie. So this is about Phil Robertson's family and how Duck Dynasty got started. It shows Phil's love, like them, him falling in love with Kay. Mm-hmm. And it shows like it, it is like the cutest, sweetest, like high school sweetheart start. It's such start. a wholesome start yeah. because it goes back to the what, the 50s mm-hmm. and how they met and how his his dad was not around all that often because he worked mm-hmm. and his mom struggled with addiction and also a personality disorder. Uh, they never really went into that. It seemed like she may have been schizophrenic. Yeah. Um, but it showed him as a young boy having to take ownership and work. He went out in the woods and hunted Mm -hmm. to get food for his siblings and um, really was the one that raised his brothers and sisters. And then as he grew grew up and his mom was in and out of, you know, hospitals and psych wards, he still continued to take care of his mom and his siblings. And then the, um, the demographic differences between him and Kay was very interesting because I didn't know that about her. Yeah, Kay was like the popular rich girl, like a wealthy family. And Mm -hmm. she was dating the guy that didn't have any money to take her on a date. And he said, he said that when he was telling the story from the start that she was different from all the other people, all the other kids, because she didn't judge anyone. Yeah. And I thought that was very a very yeah. special. Like, like little, even though he went on a date and like couldn't even afford to to eat himself and yeah. like go out, and she didn't care. Like that didn't that no. didn't 
alter the way she saw him or the respect that she gave him. She had such a kind heart and loved him anyways. And then the story kind of flipped because she lost her parents. Yes. So she lost her parents. Um, And I think the dad, her dad passing away was devastating and unexpected. But then her, because Mm -hmm. her mom was so heartbroken from grief, I think her mom turned to alcohol and and pills. Yeah. But it's interesting because like, you know, she came from a good family and had all this and then she didn't have anyone, but she still had Phil. And he's, yeah, he says that. He's like, we had, she, she had me and he said, and I had her and that's pretty much all we had was Mm -hmm. each other. And I think that that right there from the beginning when he says that is something that stays constant throughout the movie. That's mm-hmm. that's like one little constant that stays. Yeah, it's always very constant her. throughout the movie. It's always coming back to the fact that they will they always need each other. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so that it's itself like lays the whole groundwork, mm-hmm. but then you know, they start a family mm-hmm. and he becomes like an alcoholic. Yeah. So Phil does. He gets um it was a teaching job. Yeah, he goes to a job interview yeah. with this guy. And he guy. had a great job. Like, it was a great job offer. He ended up, like, going to school. Yes. So he went to a job interview with this guy, and the guy gave him a drink and mm-hmm. um, ended up getting a teaching job at a school, and it was going great. But the guy that hired him was encouraging him to go out every yeah. night and not to go home. And if and alcoholism runs in his family. Mm-hmm. And addiction was running in his family, especially alcohol. Yeah. And it just ended up being one too many, too many times. Um, and then he became violent and rageful and paranoid. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was like textbook, everything that comes with addiction. It, and it was sad. Yeah. Very sad. So you said drinking, lying, cheating, turning on her, so paranoid. Um, but in the end, she she didn't. Yeah, like up. through all like this was going on, like the the kids were like growing up. Yeah. And so this was going on for years and years. This years. wasn't just like a year of their marriage. Like this was like their whole like child. Because he ended like, up this, buying the bar. Yes. Yeah. And then drinking even more and ruining his He's he's almost he wouldn't give up alcohol, so he yeah. bought the bar so that the his wife and kids could come work at the bar so that they could yeah. spend time. And together. She thought it was gonna fix it because like now we have something to do together. Yeah. And then it turns out like no, he can't no. stop drinking and he can't get away from his addiction. And yeah. like he even said like when he referred to like my it's my demons. Yeah, like he acknowledged that he had demons, but I mean he lost everything. Like she had to go, Kay had to go out and find a new home, get a mm-hmm. job, and raise the kids on her own. But she she did not leave him. Like she was like, I'm still going to stay married to him because he's going to come back. Yeah. There was a moment where she like looked down at her wedding band and contemplated taking it off. Yeah. And, and there was a scene that was, it was ooh. with her. Was it with her brother? <sighs> no, or, this was when she went to Phil's sister's house. Oh, the yeah. one that married mm-hmm. the, the preacher. Yes. And she, the sister told her to go freshen up in the bathroom. She goes mm-hmm. in the bathroom. She just sits on the floor and she's boohooing because she feels like her life is falling apart. And this is just fresh after her, after he kicked her out. Yeah. She didn't leave. He kicked her out. Um, and she sees a bottle of pills in the mm-hmm. linen closet in the bathroom and she picks them up and she's thinking about downing all the pills. And it was in that moment where she heard her son knock on the door 
and she decided not to. And then Phil's sister said, I was in a position like yours where I was crying myself to sleep every night. So instead of crying myself to sleep every night, I decided to pray every night. And so that's when Kay started going to church, Mm -hmm. brought the kids with her and started living a godly life. Yeah. Like, after accepting instead of Jesus. turning to alcohol, yeah, she turned to God and like mm-hmm. it's such I can like I can't imagine like I mean you have children you don't have a child you have multiple children yeah. and your husband the provider because yeah. you're supposed to be the one raising the kids is no longer there and you have to figure out how first of all how you're going to change your life how you're going to raise your children and financially provide for them. Mm-hmm. And how you're going to do all of this. And then on top of that, she's like, no, I'm not leaving this marriage. Like, I know, like, he's going to come back to me. Yeah. He's going to come back and he's going to change. And like the faith that she had in their marriage mm. through holds the test of time. Like he tested and tested their marriage and put them so through yeah, so many trials and tribulations. Pushed and pressed and everything. And I think way. that's like kind of like the, the relationship that Phil had with Kay, like, you know, going through addiction and pushing her away and doing all these things to her. I think that kind of also symbolizes your relationship with God, right? Because like no matter what, at what point you are in your life, like you go through seasons of where you're really close with God. And then sometimes bad things happen in life and things get really hard and you push God away because you don't want that thing anymore because you don't think that you don't, or maybe you don't deserve it. Maybe you're angry at God Mm -hmm. and you push him away and you do these things to, in spite of God. And you know, we're, we're human and -hmm. those things happen. But the things that Phil was doing to Kay, sometimes we do that to God and we yeah. push them away and we don't want it anymore. Mm-hmm. But just like God at the end of the day is still there for you and he still loves you. He still is going to forgive you no matter what sin you have committed. Yeah. Just like Kay was there for him, no matter what. She's like, he's going to come back. Mm-hmm. I'm not like, I think that she was like the ultimate symbol of what would Jesus do and how does God love? Yeah. Like how and, to love and like she God. Was fr- she was, she knew it seemed from the story it seemed like she maybe had a previous relationship with god mm-hmm. and then you know kind of astrayed and then um came back to him in, in a time of need and she needed him she needed him bad and it was in that moment where she was in the parking lot with the preacher and she mm-hmm. you could tell she felt embarrassed. Yeah. And um guilty and undeserving because maybe in the past she she turned a blind eye to to God. Mm-hmm. And now she had come back and she felt like maybe she didn't deserve it, but she was in need of it. And the preacher could see that and he walked with her to make sure that she got to a place where she wasn't in that deep, deep state that she was in that bathroom. Yeah. Because that was rough. Yeah. And I think it's also beautiful that, you know, he Phil was going through something. Yeah. And Kay also had to, she had to endure all of the things that like the domino effect, right? Like the she ripple had, effect. Yeah, yeah. She would had to endure the ripple effect yeah. that Phil's decisions were having on her. Like mm-hmm. she felt the earthquake too. Yeah. And so she also was going through things on her own, but I think it like shows her resilience. Mm, yeah. Too. Like, I mean, after all of this, she was still so strong at the end. 
And it, when Phil is like, you know what, like tries to come back to Kay after everything that he's done and cheated and drank away their money and, you know, has put a really big burden on their family and her and their marriage. I mean, at the end, she's still like, I forgive you. Yeah. Like imagine the resilience a woman must have to go through all of that, to put the burden of like, okay, my husband was the provider. I'm going to now take that. I'm going to now raise our children. I'm going to protect our family because you're drinking and you left us. And I'm going to do all of that. And then he comes back and she still forgives him. Yeah. So I'm going to do what I need to do to make sure I can take care of our kids. And, the resilience. And like, I'm going to, I'm going to be here whenever you're ready. Like that is the testament of a, of a godly woman than yeah. I've ever seen one. Oh my God. Yeah, she's so, like like you said, she was in the bathroom ready to just like take pills. And then she's like, you know what? I now have to protect my family. She stood up to the plate. She was there. And then yeah. she was there for Phil when he decided that he wanted to make a change. And like, mm. that mm. is inc the, the heart that she has to be able to forgive like that, I think is just... Um, like an awakening for a lot of people because yeah. a lot of people don't forgive and we hold on to things in our hearts. And if she can forgive all of that to like, ultimately, this is not the marriage that you signed up for. Like you no. don't, you, you signed up to have a partner to be here, through, especially after she lost her parents. Like this is the only person that she's had. You signed up to have like a partner through life and he left you high and dry and took, spent all your money, Kicked left you with you kids, out. beat you, like all of these things. And like, you are still going to be there and you're still yeah. going to forgive. Like, I think that is just like, that's I think such I, a pure heart. I think it's because she knew him at his best yeah. before. Yeah. And she knew who he was. Yeah, And because of that, she knew that he was still in there, mm -hmm. which I've seen, I've seen that firsthand before. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's like a huge thing that I took away from that, that movie is a lot of us hold on to pain in our heart of yeah. things that have hurt us in life, disappointment. We've had yeah. family members let us down. We've had friends not be there for us. Mm -hmm. We've had relationships that scorned us and left impressions on us that change the way that Scars. we treat other people yeah. because of how we've been treated. Yeah. But ultimately we shouldn't do that. Like we can't, just because someone treated you poorly doesn't mean now you have to go forward treating other people differently. Mm -hmm. That's not the case. Like forgiveness is in your heart. You just have to be the one to give it out. Yeah. And that's your choice to forgive just because it doesn't matter what people do to you, but it's how you react yeah. and it's how you forgive. And ultimately that is in your hands and that holds the cards to your life. Yeah. Like had she not forgiven, she could have been a scorned woman. Yeah, She could have just been like, you know what? I'm going to become an alcoholic too. Screw this. Like I'm not going to be here for the marriage. I'm If he's doing it, I'm going to go out and cheat. Instead of her doing it back, her reaction showed her character. Yeah. It showed how good of a heart she has. That that's what I was gonna speak to is the heart. Her kind and good heartedness is is very hard to find nowadays in, mm -hmm. in women because women think everything is just owed to them and that, you know, the patriarchy is is yeah. the is the devil. But, you know, look at this woman that didn't take advantage of the patriarchy. She said I have a family to take care of. Mm -hmm. My husband is going through something that he needs to deal with. So I'm going to do what I need to do to provide for my children. 
and I'm still going to be here. Whereas today a woman would be like, you know, screw you. Mm-hmm. You're not a man. Uh, a man wouldn't do this to a woman and I'm yeah. not going to stay home and work. I'm not going to wait on you. I'm not going to do this for you while you did all this to me. And again, it comes back to the fact that she knew him at his best before yeah. and she knew he loved her and that that was not the fill that she fell in love with. Yeah. I think it's a definitely a testimony to like how strong marriage is too. Like, yeah, no matter what, didn't matter like she I think it was just like how like be still and know mm-hmm. like she was just so deeply rooted in her vows and her promise and like what she knows like she was able to step outside of that and be like this is not the fill I know yeah and he's gonna come back to me yeah. and I feel like that is like such a strong beautiful thing like how beautiful is it mm-hmm. that you can marry someone and no matter what happens in life and no matter how hard shit gets, like this man pushed and pushed and pushed and tried to break, like he wanted, that, like, I mean, it was like, obviously the devil speaking to him yes. and doing these things. Yeah. But like he pushed and pushed and tried to get her to leave and like yes. end it. Yeah. And she just stayed. And I think that is like the most that's, that's what you get married for. Like you yeah. sign up for loyalty no matter what. Mm-hmm. And I think that was just like such a beautiful thing to watch. But I mean, it's like, and yeah. I, it's, I it's think a- it was the guilt and shame too that like you said, because he took yeah. the words out of my mouth. It was almost like he was so guilty and shamed and he felt maybe he was so far down mm-hmm. he didn't the deserve spiral her. that there was no coming out of it that he didn't deserve her. He didn't deserve mm-hmm. her love and her forgiveness. So he was just going to do everything he could to drive her away. And he ended up still being the one that kicked her out. Mm-hmm. And she still forgave him. Yeah. And then like Christmas, like, you know, he's he started to recover from his addiction yeah. and asked Kay for forgiveness and then finally took the kids duck hunting because he wasn't doing that because he wanted yeah. to go out and drink with his friends when he was like, you know, yeah. go on a bender instead of spending time with his children duck hunting. So then instead of doing that, he makes the decision to take his kids duck hunting in the middle of the night. Yeah. Which was like a huge shift because he's like, I'm doing things differently this time. And like, that's what started the duck dynasty, right? Like he, instead of choosing his demons and letting that overpower him, he chose something different. Well, instead of reaching for a drink, Mm -hmm. he started being hands-on with his kids and he, Mm -hmm. and he started actually being hands-on and he made duck calls. Like he created the duck call. Mm -hmm. That's huge. He created the the duck call that we know today. And that is something that is sold all over the world. I think it said at the end that they sold over like 71 million duck calls or something. Yeah. So it that's a prime example of how to take your addiction and turn it around into something positive. So when he wanted to reach for a drink, yeah, he reached for being creative. Mm-hmm. He reached for being inventive. He yeah. reached for his kids. He reached for Family. his wife. He reached for God. Yeah. So like ultimate story of yeah. redemption. Yeah. No matter how far you go off the path, no matter how much you sin or how big your sin is, because all sins are sins. Yeah. There's no God sin forgives. worse than the other. There's no sin greater than the other. It's yes. Sin is a sin. Yeah. Sin's a sin. And like, no matter, you know what? Maybe you've just been astrayed from God for 20 year, plus years. And mm-hmm. it's just, you've lived a very off path from faith. And 
it, it looks different. Yeah. But it ultimately in the end, everyone can be redeemed. God's love is unwavering. I feel mm-hmm. like that is like the most powerful thing to know that no matter what, mm-hmm. God will still forgive. And so like a part of the theme was like alcoholism and me and Megan have family that I think really both hit home for us. And my grandpa was an alcoholic growing up. I didn't realize because I was so young. Um, this is going to be like, we're going to like cry. Here we go. Um, <laughs> but my grandpa was an alcoholic growing up and I don't, I didn't realize that he had a problem. Cause like in my eyes, he was always just my grandpa. Like, yeah. I know that like there was like problems, like, you know, my grandma would get mad at him and mm-hmm. he would end up in the hospital for a little bit. And it's because he had a drinking problem. Yeah. Um, and he worked at the jail and like, so he worked on the railroad for a really long time and he hurt himself. Like he had some injury on the railroad, hurt his back, was taking painkillers and got addicted to painkillers. And then when he, that got stopped, he started being addicted to uh, alcohol, something yeah. to fill the void. So yeah. that's how it all started. Yeah. Um, and it almost ruined their marriage because my grandma then, when he hurt himself, my grandma had to go to work and she was raising kids. Mm. And he was sad because he was like staying home and in pain instead of providing for the family, he felt like he wasn't meeting his duties for the family. And so he was embarrassed. He was shameful that he hurt himself and couldn't work. And now that his wife was going out and working, so he started drinking. Mm. And it's um, it's like this this spiral of just guilt and Mm -hmm. shame. And you think that you cannot come back from it. Yeah. And I mean, like my grandparents celebrated like 55 years of marriage and before he passed away almost 55 years and I mean it they their marriage was astray for a very like a very very it took my grandma a very long time and probably too long to forgive him and he struggled with like addiction and was in and out of the hospital I remember like I would go to the hospital and they're like you like he was in there frequently and then Towards the end of his life, they're like, you can't drink anymore. Like, yeah. you this, you can't. Like, you will get sick. And, yeah. like, then he ended up getting COPD, and he had a lot of health issues. Um, so he stopped drinking, like, you know, towards the last, like, five to ten years of his life. Yeah. And it bought him a little time, but it was still too late. And he spent a lot of it, his life drinking, and it pushed my family away. Like, mm-hmm. my, my dad and uncle's relationship with him was so different because they had to see him like that. Like they had to see him go through addiction Mm -hmm. and like they had to see him not be a good husband to their mom and my grandma. And so like they had to see all of that and they saw like the weight that it put on our family. And so it was just like hard to, like now I understand that. And like, I didn't realize growing up the damage that it did to our family and like their relationship. But like now I understand. And like, you know, he had five to 10 years of where he was like clean and mm. got to mend those relationships or, you know, try to change those and yeah. be there. And, you know, he like wouldn't drink. Like, I mean, the past five to 10 years, he like, he would have a beer here and there. And, but it was like not anything the same. Like he definitely did change, but like, you know, his, on his deathbed, he was like, I would change so much. Yeah. He's like, and like, there's so much that I regret. And life is mm-hmm. so short. And like, I think he realized like ultimately his de- decisions and like the the weight it had on the marriage with my grandma. Um, yeah, but it was just, it's hard to watch someone go through that. It's hard to see because it's not just the person that is going through it. Like you're damaging everyone around you. Yeah, You're damaging the relationships, especially like if you're in a family, you have so many people that all the people that care about you are going to be hurt by your addiction. It's it's a giant ripple effect. And unfortunately, I, I know a lot about oh. it. I don't know. 
Yeah. But I I had two takeaways from this and Kay reminds me so much of my mom. Um yeah. She you know, I've talked about it a lot on here, but my brother passed away and like my mom's spirit and just unwavering love for my dad and her kids never went anywhere. And that same thing that Kay showed Phil, my mom did to my dad and me and my sister and my brother her, her, our whole lives. Yeah. But, you know, my mom's like five, two. You've met her. Mm-hmm. She's teeny tiny, but it's like she has a heart that's bigger than her body. She's like the rock of the family. Yes. And, you know, my mom lost her son, her only son, and was able to work on herself and her grief in the background while taking care of my sister and I and making sure that my dad still was being shown the love that he needed. And my dad battled his own demons through his grief and my mom stood by him even though she didn't have to. Mm -hmm. And her faith was so strong and her love for my dad was so strong. She, She never left him. And I'm I'm so so, so thankful for that because, you know, I I watched my parents struggle very hard. And if you've ever lost a child, then you know, it's, it's hard. Um, Or a sibling, it's tough. And, you know, another person very, very close to me struggled with alcoholism and uh, their way of coping was that. Um, and it, it rocked their world horribly. Um, and, and having to watch somebody go through that mm-hmm. and not be able to help. And you think of all the things to say or do to possibly help somebody get out of that situation. You but You can't. It's the choice ultimately up to them. Um, but it was one of the hardest things I've, I've ever had to watch and go through. But it was... Jesus, yeah, that ultimately saved this person, and today they are thriving, um, not only off of his love, but just in life. Um, got a great job. She's able to stand tall and be proud of where she's come from. Um, she struggles sometimes with things and choices that she's made in the past because of the demons that or a hold of her, but if you're watching, I'm so proud of you and I love you very much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, is, this is a hard one. I, this is a hard one. I think it's just like interesting, like your, your mom, you said like was the backbone of everything. And like, she was like such a solid ground and like my grandma, you know, 55 plus years of marriage going through all of that. Yeah. And she was the rock. She went out and did what she had to do. Like, I'm so blessed to be able to have like someone like that to role model because yeah. she stayed with him yeah. and she just became the backbone of this family and she took care of him. She stayed, she forgave. And then 
you know, like towards the end of life, I think like now she, he's passed away and she's like, you, they had a rocky marriage. Like that wasn't the easiest thing to see and go through and everything that he did in that time. Like, it ended in peace. Yeah. And like yeah. she, at the end, she was like, I forgive you. Like yeah. before he passed away. And I think yeah. like, that's like when he was able to pass. Yeah. Um, but like, even now she's like, I miss him so much. And like, you never would think that, but like, it's just, oh my gosh, it's so hard. But I'm like, I've, I've never like really been so grateful for, or I haven't seen my grandpa, grandma in this light until I've seen this movie. And then I'm like, wow. Yeah. I've never realized like, what it was like to be in her shoes to watch someone go through that, especially when you have a family and you have kids and like, you have so much going on and like so many things like you have to provide, you have so much responsibility and then you have to watch the person that you're married to go through something like that or someone that you're bonded to and like ultimately responsible for go through something like that. And yeah. you have to, you can't just wallow in it. Like you have to step up. And it's, it's, it speaks so much volume to the character of, of these kinds of women. Yeah. Because like you said, they have so much responsibilities and, they could just throw their hands up and give up. But there's something inside of them that it's fight. Yeah. It's fight. It's not fight or flight. It's it's fight. Um, and, you know, my mom fought and fought and fought and fought and fought. And my parents are in the greatest place they've ever been. And, you know, as I can't, I can't imagine losing a child. Yeah. I, I can't. Um, but, you know, f forgiveness is something I think that we all need to re, we need to look it up again. <laughs> yeah, we need to like revisit that. We need to revisit that word and we, re we need to revisit the meaning of forgiveness and, and learn to move past certain things that yeah. And that doesn't mean go be somebody's best friend or, you but know. it's like we hold on to. We just hold on you to You guys know this. Much. Like It becomes a burden. Someone, a friend will do like one small thing to you and you're like, I'm done. I'm cutting them off. Like that's yeah. something that, you know, in group chats, you guys know that you're saying cut that girl off or cut this person off for this. And yeah. like, that's it. Like you're so scorned. And I think we forget that really we should be living like Jesus, like what would yeah. Jesus do? I think we forget to like see that often. And I'm reading a book right now. It's called, uh, I forgot. It's like Timothy Keller or something. I shared it on my Instagram yeah, story. Yeah. Um, but it was like saying that, but pointing things wrong with like liberals and conservatives. And he's like, and conservatives do this too. You guys think that you have a moral high ground. Yeah. And just because someone's not doing that, you're judging them. And that's not what God would do. No. Like you don't judge people. And I think like I've gotten that wrong. I'll be yeah. the first to say I shouldn't do that. That's not being a good Christian, but I think everyone's a work in progress. I definitely am. I'm not saying that everyone is, but I definitely am. Yeah. I have work to do and it's very challenging in today's world. And I think we just seem sometimes need to ground ourselves and have these reminders. But I think forgiveness is like one of the biggest things that we didn't even write down. We wrote Christianity, <laughs> alcohol, and family. And then until we spoke about it, we didn't realize that like forgiveness is so big because ultimately like at the end of your life, you can't be holding on to these things. Like, you know what? I haven't forgiven my husband for this. And we've had a rough marriage for 30 years because I didn't want to forgive. And you know, it also has to do with Forgiveness to God, because 
I think a lot of people, including myself, that we get angry, uh, not only at people and hold grudges, but we get angry at God for things that have mm-hmm. been taken from us or people that have been taken from us too soon. Or yeah. uh, why am I dealing with this, these hard circumstances? Why is why am I being dealt this this hand of just crap? And it seems like I can't catch a break. Everything is going wrong. Why are you doing this to me, God? And so we 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 stray from him and we, we shut him out and it's hard to come back to him because we did that. And we think we don't deserve that redeeming love of his, but everyone does. Everyone does. Everyone gets that. It's not everyone. Like literally everyone gets God's love. Everyone gets the same. Everyone gets the same forgiveness. We all get, it doesn't matter how many times you sin, God doesn't have favorites. And I think it's also about forgiving yourself because we torture ourselves over things that I know if I do something, I will torture myself over it for, it doesn't matter. It lives rent free in my head and it it eats me alive. And like, it's someone can forgive you for something and you can hate yourself for it. Yeah. And I think that's what Phil did too, right? Like he wouldn't forgive himself and he didn't think that he was deserving of Kay. He didn't think he was deserving of forgiveness or his family. Mm -hmm. And that's something that you have to give yourself to. You have to, God forgives the people around you will forgive and you have to forgive yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Forgiveness. (laughs) Forgiveness is more than saying <laughs> sorry. <laughs> oh, that was that's it was a deep one. And honestly, like I I you know me, I'm not a movie person, but like that one was one that just like really hit home because yeah, you know, we have connections to this these things. Yeah. Um, and it just made me see things in so many a new light. Yeah. Myself, my family. I want to call my grandma and just be like, no. Oh. What a woman, so strong and so powerful. Um, and I think it's just like a testament to how you should love and how you should love in relationships. And it's like truly like that is an amazing thing that you can do is just look to your partner and be like, I forgive you for anything that you've, if you think that I'm holding on to something, like maybe your spouse, mm, I've like, maybe your spouse did something to you and it caused yeah. ruckus in your marriage. Like maybe he went and gambled a bunch of money 10 years ago <laughs> and you don't have that anymore and you've been holding on to yeah. it and like you're and have been spiteful and you bring it up every now and then when you're pissed at dinner. Yeah. Look to him right now and give him that forgiveness. Yeah. Make sure that he can forgive himself because that's not something that you want to hold on to in your marriage and that's not what marriage is about. No. And it's about having a pure heart and mm. love is patient, love is kind. Does not Does yeah. boast? <laughs> all the things, all those. I mean, that's what this is, right? Like, yeah. love is not right. It's not about being like, well, I I won this fight and I'm going to hold this over your head. And it's not a one-up. Yeah. It's never a one-up. It's, it's, uh, it's a partnership. It's a relationship. It's a, you are a pair. You come as one. You are two people that are conjoined. Mm-hmm. And whatever decision one makes, the other one has to make too. So learn to forgive people. Yeah. <laughs> let it go. Just let, let it go. go. You like, let it, you guys just have to. Just go watch it. Get a good cry yeah. out. Yeah, you know? go watch it. Go take your spouse. Like this is a good date night. This is a good movie for, yeah. for like, I mean, hey, like maybe you want to like go take your grandparents out 
for a yeah. double date night with you guys or something. Go crazy. Like, I think it's just a good movie to remind yourselves that there's so much more in life. And yeah, yeah. hopefully yeah. you guys cry too. So we're not alone. <laughs> yes, please cry. Yeah, Go please cry. cry. <laughs> please cry a little. Um, yeah, but such a good movie. Yeah, highly. I think highly it's going to have like, it's one of the movies that's going to have such a big impact. Like, yes. I think the, the Love Dare was like a movie that, was similar to that. Like it, it changed marriages. It changed the way that you saw love and redemption. Yeah. And I think that's just such like a an important part in the timeline of our culture to have movies like this. Yeah, I agree. So thank you guys for watching us cry yet again. <laughs> <laughs> but this one was a good one. We had good, a good reason for tears. <laughs> Make sure you hit that notification bell. <laughs> Subscribe, Make sure like you guys this subscribe. video, comment on this video, go follow us on Instagram, Twitter, yeah. and TikTok, and we will <laughs> see you on the next, see you on the next one. <laughs>